Okay, here we go. This is the the first official edition. Episode one of, of Nick, Nick and, and Rick. Rick. That's what that's what this is called. So I'm I'm Eric and I'm Nick, and, and this is our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so before we get into anything important like Exodus ninety, I don't know if I should describe it. Should I describe it? Let's do this. Well, yeah, let's talk about. What okay, we're doing. okay. So <laughs> we're just engineering students that are also Catholic, and then having known each other for about four years, we're. I just like one day was like, let's do this podcast. And then he was like, and I was like, well, first of all, I was thinking, oh, this is a joke. And then you was like, oh, no, let's do it. And so now here we are, $30 later, and a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like an extra five bucks for the pizza. But. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That was, it was like two, it was 320. It was oh. 320. Oh, okay. It was Sorry, an extra 320. Dang. Yeah. Dollar short. It's, hey, it's dollar short. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, okay. But yeah, so we want to start this off with a pizza review. Yeah. Eric is a big fan of frozen pizzas. That's false. Um, Eric lives almost entirely off of Very frozen pizzas false. and um, cheese or chicken bakes. Yeah. And I don't even, uh, <laughs> I've never had a chicken bake. I've never had a chicken bake. No, I don't know. We just decided for, I don't know, just for the heck of it, we're going to do a frozen pizza review at the beginning of every episode so that you, our listeners, all half of you, because oh, let's be honest, our one listener is probably only half paying attention. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Yeah, it's probably Taylor. <laughs> but anyways, though, um, yeah, we just want to give you our humble opinion on the different frozen pizzas. Yeah. Today we have Red Baron Thin and Crispy Crust Five Cheese Pizza, five not made four. with mozzarella, cheddar, provolone, parmesan, and Asiago cheeses. Asia goat cheese. See, it doesn't say parmesan because it's not real parmesan. It says parmesan because it's fake Parmesan. parmesan. The Parsmenian devil. <laughs> and Asian goat cheese. Yep, so I don't know. Asiago. We're gonna like. Thin and crispy, by the way. I'm hungry. Which so I'm not I'm really a fan of thin and crispy. Take a bite of this. Yeah. Here we go. Mm. It's a little cold. Yeah, it's been sitting out for like, I don't know, seven we, uh, Walked it from outside, which is like 30 degrees out at the moment. Yeah. So it cooled down significantly after coming out of the oven. Crust's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. It's got a good crisp. And taste of tomato. It's cheesy, that's for sure. I don't know what cheese I'm tasting. I have thought I was expecting extra cheese, to be honest. Yeah, you can definitely In taste my the cheddar. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. Holds up pretty well for a slice of pizza. I like it in my pizza unless it's deep dish. Unless it's deep dish. Yeah, you don't want that to stand up. Oh yeah, I guess it's so. basically just like pizza pie. Yeah, yeah, literally pizza pie. <laughs> we have some friends making mac and cheese in the background. It's Shout out to them for letting them for letting us use their house. I was have a watch for like a computer. No, a classroom. And the names no, are Hannah and Gracie. <laughs> Oof, we revealed their personal information. Mm. Yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, careful now. DM us for their social security. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Okay. <laughs> Highest bidder only. Um. Yeah, the guy's oh, house. I was I was expecting more cheese. Yeah, I was expecting more cheese too, but. It's not bad. Mm-mm. This is good after this is like, a solid this is, Ash Wednesday. This is watching Amazon Prime TV show. Pizza. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, it's okay. You know, it gets you through the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nothing like, nothing like, oh. And I mean, Amazon Prime shows, I haven't really seen any, but like. Well, I would say Netflix, but they're kind of whack. Yeah, Netflix so, is whack nowadays. So. It would require a whack pizza. Like, I don't really know. But something expensive. I'd say overall, I probably will give this a, a six out of ten. A six out of ten. To start our pizza review. Okay, but why? That's the question. Is why? I think why? I agree. 
Like, it's got some good points. I think it's slightly below what I would expect for average, you know, yeah. from a frozen pizza. Oh, same. But it's still, it's not bad. It's not terrible. So, 6 out of 10 on the box pizzas, right? We're not comparing this to, like, you know, a Costco pizza. Oh, no. Okay. Costco pizzas are 10 out of 10 <laughs> every time. <laughs> Um, um, Although, we should do Costco pizza next time, frozen Costco pizza. You know, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. They would kill a competition, but fine. Yeah, we would never um, have to do yeah, a picture six review out again. Of ten, like 6 out of 10 is okay. Maybe 5.5. 5. Eh. I mean, it, it is cold, so. Mm-hmm. But that's like our fault, so you can't, you can't blame the pizza for that. But yeah, not bad, not bad. Overall, solid way to start. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my mm-hmm. Padre texted me. Um, Who, what? My Padre. Your Padre? My father. Your Hispanic father? No, he's not Hispanic. He's <laughs> we're, gonna put the, we're gonna put the phone on Do Not Disturb. Oof. So we can get through this podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, my family will just be harassing me. That's not true. They, they never harass me. I have to harass them, honestly. Like, if I'm gonna talk to my family, I have to call them. They never call me, so. It's the sad reality of it. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Now I'm trying to think of like, how much do I call my mom? It depends on what I if I if I need something I call it all the time. If I don't, then yeah. I don't never call it, which sucks. Yeah, I but know. then, but then they'll call me or my brother or my sister will, and I'm like, oh hi, I'm busy right now. But okay, I'll answer your I'll answer your math question. Yeah, I'm trying to find what x equals. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, so, should we answer the topic? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. Gina has critiqued other podcasts, other podcasts. which will not be named. But who's Gina? Certain we don't know who Gina, do. <laughs> Gina, our focus missionary. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, anyway, she's critiqued other particular podcasts, of which will not be named, but podcasts that some certain... No, this isn't banter, well. though. Like, there's just too much banter. But this isn't banter. But this like, is a pizza review. It's oh, no, very important. This is kind of You're banter. Right. It's I like six talking minutes. about my parents not calling me enough. That's banter. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's important. It's important. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So today's the first day of Lent 2020. Woo-hoo. Yep. First Lent of the year. I'm doing Ash good. Wednesday. And, um... And here we are. Here we first, are. First day of Lent. Yeah. Just came back from How do we want to set else. up our topic? I mean, I guess I can set it up. Yeah. Here we are. Well, Ash Wednesday. Day what of, day and what of Exodus 90? I am halfway through Exodus 90. Boom. Day 45. I've done a full Lent, and I'm going into second Lent. Day just 45. Like the hobbits. <laughs> just they like have the breakfast, and then they have second breakfast. I have Lent, and then I do second Lent. Except it's not really like that at all. Um, yeah. yeah so, so. Yeah, no. What is... For those who don't know... Uh, probably most of you probably end up little knowing what Exodus 90 is. Mm-hmm. Exodus 90 is a program. It's a spiritual exercise. How about I explain? <laughs> yeah, you do I'm so, looking it up on the internet because I'm a child. Exodus 90 um, is this spiritual exercise uh, that was first formulated in a seminary. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. The first guys who did it were all in seminary together. Um, Where? Do you know? Or just like I don't remember oh, okay. where I don't know the original like Exodus stuff like two years ago said where, but now it's uh, it's blown up like across the Catholic world, um, here in the U.S. and especially for college age guys, you know, guys between the age of like twenty and thirty, uh-huh. um, you know, young men are doing it because that's who it was created for. Um, so pretty much so, it's a spiritual exercise you do for ninety days leading up to. Originally Easter, Easter yeah. but they also do it for Christmas as well. And like other, other uh-huh. points in the year. Um, yeah. But usually Christmas or Easter. And w- the whole purpose of it is to better your relationship with God. Um, this in is a important. very the whole intense purpose way. Is to, 
Okay, that's okay. That's really important. Yeah, like they 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 have all their marketing and everything. You know, it's like you're gonna be like we want to make you a better man. You mm-hmm. know, and do all these scenes like the man things, blah blah blah, whatever. Yeah. But the core of it is that like to be the best possible man that you were created to be. Like to be a virtuous Christian man, you have to have the best possible relationship you can have with God, and that's the whole purpose of this exercise. Yeah. Um, that's the purpose of it, right? That's the purpose like, of it. They, like the original, this like is this the is what they were. This, this is what they, had they in were mind. for. This is what like the guys who run Exodus are still doing. Like this is what they vouch for. Now mm-hmm. we'll get into the. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get into, into stuff it. later. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> but to just purely explain this to you, like explain what Exodus ninety is. Um, yeah, that's essentially what it is. Um, it was originally created, and some of the purposes are still the same, but. Um, it's for it's for men who are like seeking freedom from the world, who find themselves attached to all sorts of earthly pleasures, you know, like ranging from food to alcohol to sex, porn, whatever, like yeah. all these other things, all phone, like technology. Yeah, you know, it, it really doesn't yeah. matter. Like mm-hmm. from whatever you are using to escape um, from like the reality that you live in. Okay. Like, this is trying to give you freedom. Um, and it's specifically designed for Catholic Christian, but Catholic men, mm-hmm. because the core component of it is prayer. Okay. There are three. Now there are three like main components. It's it's prayer, asceticism, and fraternity. So, well, but prayer is definitely the most important and part. Ninety days, according to the. Yeah. No, I was kidding. And I'm just playing. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for ninety days. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, I'm just playing up. And so yeah, so there's these three. There's mm-hmm. these three main aspects of prayer, asceticism, and. Uh, fraternity, and fraternity. Yeah. yeah. So for prayer, uh, essentially, like part of Exodus ninety um, is have is is this, is committing to a structured prayer life. So they have reflections. They they go through. You go through the book of Exodus through the whole ninety days. Mm-hmm. Um, so each day is a different reading in the book of Exodus, like going in order, mm-hmm. and it has a small little reflection. The entire book of Exodus, right? The entire book of Exodus through the 90 days. Okay. So you read through that. And, and what is the book of Exodus? It's like, the, it's, it's, it's the story of the Israelites escaping Egypt. Well, first Moses being born, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, they've been in Egypt for 400 years. Yeah. And Moses is born, and like God calls him and tells him to set his people free from the enslavement of the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like one of the big parallels right there. Uh, between why you know why they chose the book of Exodus because like in the same way like we as the guys who are doing Exodus ninety are like seeking our own freedom okay from our own slavery yeah. to whatever our pharaoh is um, and okay so there's there's a parallel already in like yeah so there's already a parallel in that mm-hmm. like you're going through the book of Exodus because you're putting yourselves in the shoes of the Israelites who have been in deep slavery slavery for hundreds of years they like know no other life Mm -hmm. aside from that you know the generations have gone long enough that they don't even remember what it was like before their slavery to the egyptians Mm -hmm. um and then yeah moses comes and you know so you're basically you like you're like read this every day right part of it every day this is like a little short thing you do every day and then you like meditate on that yeah and you meditate they have like little reflections that you read every day and essentially sets up kind of like every day it's something different so like for example i'm pretty sure i'll pull it up for today um, today's reading, uh, that's interesting that it's like Exodus because I feel like, you know, when people think of like, oh, I'm going to read something spiritual, they'll probably like go to like the New Testament, like Acts of the Apostles or like yeah. the Gospel of John. Mm-hmm. And then you think Exodus, you think like super old, arcane almost, just for Jewish yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So how's that been? I think it's really good, honestly. Um, it's good to read the Old Testament because... But like in particular Exodus though. Oh, like but in particular Exodus, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it works really well um, because 
I, and like the like how do you relate to like seven thousand year old Jews? You know what I'm saying? Uh, how do you? Well, God <laughs> never changes. God works the same. Yeah, he's he's working the same today as he will tomorrow, as he will a thousand years from now, mm-hmm. as he did back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where you see it, honestly. Like, sure, you may think like, oh, these works are like mighty. Like, how could God ever do that? Mm-hmm. But part of that is exactly because of what Exodus is set up for. Mm-hmm. You know, because yep. we don't know how to ask God for those things. Yes. But I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty easy to relate to all the stories in the book of Exodus. Um, But yeah, like to give an example, so, you know, today was Exodus 19, chapter 19, verse 1 through 15, um, which like sometimes the readings too are like, you're like, what does this have anything to do with anything? But I think the Exodus mm-hmm. team, like, they do a pretty pretty good job for the most part of, of like, like giving you context, and giving stuff. you actually a good context and something that you can set yourself upon. And they even yeah. call that out too sometimes because, like, I know later in the book of Exodus, because so this is my third time doing Exodus ninety. So I'm looking at the smudge um, on my head in the window. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I rubbed yeah, my head and I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> I admit, I did this. I did the mistake. I've been void for hours. Anyway, sorry. Um, but I yeah. So this is my third time doing Exodus Mm -hmm. and I just like, I remember from the years past, you know, there's a particular part in Exodus where it starts going into like God giving the Israelites very detailed and specific instructions, like down to the measurements of how to construct the temple and like other things. And yeah, like they, I mean, they call some of that out. They're like, you know, like you would think like, what does this have to do with this? But then they actually will give you something tangible that Mm -hmm. you can, you know, latch onto for the day. So, yeah, so, you know, you go through the readings of the day, and basically, in this reading, like, just as an example in particular, um, you know, like, God tells Moses that he's the only one that can go up to the mountain. Um, when they're, I think, at, they're at Mount Sinai right now. Yeah. Um, so they um, are still in the desert, but they're at the base of Mount Sinai, and he tells them that Moses is the only one who can come up unless, like, all the men prepare themselves in a particular way. Um, okay. Or, no, the people actually, no, this is where they're all about to encounter God. So, like, he has told... This is he's given the Golden Calf stuff? Yes. Uh, so yes. he's given Moses specific instructions on how they're to, like, prepare themselves uh-huh. so that they can be in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like, the reflection today, you know, tells that, like, consider all the preparations they must undertake before they encounter, like, you know, God. Like, mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. to wash their garments... They mm-hmm. have to abstain mm-hmm. from a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just have like this reverence, you know. And so <laughs> the reflection today is about that. Like God is holy. Okay. And basically the question okay. that it poses so is how okay. are you reverencing God? Like when you go to mass, when you go into a church, when you go into a chapel, you know, the reflection goes into like how many times do you see people that just like walk up to the sanctuary yeah. and just kind of walk around so and she is like, like so like, casually. That's and it's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and if... You're so that's good. I think that's you're like, oh, this is too red trad. This is too extreme. No, like, no I mean, like, straight up normal. Like, it's, it's, the, this is Jesus what should Christ be normal the because, like, Jesus Christ is present. If we truly believe that He is God incarnate, like, mm-hmm. in the tabernacle, like, we mm-hmm. need to give Him this reverence because He's our yeah, King. Our, He's our yeah. heavenly King. So that's like the point that they're going at, and honestly, like, it challenges you sometimes because I, you know, I think I definitely some of the practices that I do today, like when I go to mass and stuff and the reverence I try to show has come out of doing Exodus because they've nice. had those questions okay. there of like, are you actually taking this seriously? So like it's affected your prayer life for sure. I think it, de- well, it definitely like, has affected my prayer life because but like, I mean like as reverence as a form of prayer. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's just like an example of like the daily reflections. In addition to that, we have to do a holy hour every day. Um, at least 20 minutes of contemplative prayer. So that's just time that you're sitting in silence okay. and like, Having just listening so you do an to an actual God. holy hour every day. I try to. It's not okay. always successful, okay. Okay. <laughs> but 
I so, try my okay. very best too. Yeah. And then and then within that hour, at least twenty minutes of just like no. Him. So like at the bare minimum, okay. You the were, bare you minimum do 20, twenty minutes of contemplative prayer okay. every day. I see, including Sundays, including okay. the solemnities. So like a holy um, half hour, two and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they yeah. want you to be able to do a holy hour because spending that time with God, and and also they want you to be able to, if you can, to do it, you know, in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, of course. Like an adoration. Sense. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah. So it gives you the structured prayer life of do the readings, do a holy hour, mm-hmm. read the scripture, like read scripture, and then also, um, and I haven't been the best about it, um, but. I've been trying a little better than in past years. They also encourage you to do a nightly examine um, at the end of it. I didn't know night. about that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I have you do a nightly examine um, according to the method of uh, St. Ignatius of Loyola. Ooh, um, where basically you go through your day and you look at the times like where God was present, um, times where you kind of strayed away from him, things like that. I mean, it's really to focus on like how God worked in your day, uh-huh. not so much as like these are the bad things that happen, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, yeah. But um, see, like, try to see where God is actually exactly. working in the good to and see in the where bad. God is working in your life. Or, like, in the, in, the, in the parts of the day that you enjoyed and the parts of the day that drove you mad. Yep. Yeah. I can Essentially. see that. Essentially. Um, so that, I think, is... That's, like, sums up the prayer, prayer aspect. part. And let there's aestheticism. Pull, let me pull up my app right now real quick. Oh, my gosh, your app? Check. I have my it on app. my phone, too, but I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> is that a thing you have to do? Yeah, you do have to pay for it. Yeah, so so all in all, though, prayer is reading scripture, reading the daily scripture and the meditation, praying your daily holy hour, praying for your fraternity. So your fraternity yeah, or the, the group of guys that you're doing Exodus ninety with together, because mm-hmm. you're not you're not supposed to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, just like in this life, like we are not meant to walk alone as Christians. I think it's very so important. That's like point the whole we'll get we'll get to, we'll get to that. But yeah, yes. but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, then you pray. You know. With it every day, you're praying for your fraternity. You're praying for all the men that are doing Exodus ninety because okay. you're all seeking the same thing through yeah. this program. So I mean, I mean, that makes you are sense. all attached. Like it doesn't matter if you that's know them good. or not. You do, it doesn't matter how many people you think are doing Exodus or whether that's you're close to guessing or not. Uh-huh. You just pray for all men that are doing Exodus ninety right in this moment because they are on the same journey as you are. Cool. So you are all united spiritually through that. That's nice. Um, and then the nightly examine. So yeah. So that is the prayer part. And then we got the aestheticism. Now we go into... I want to read the list. We go into the... I do want to read the list. I've got the list right here. I have the list right oh, here. Oh, you have the list there too. Okay, but you talk yeah. about it and so then this, I'll read the list. So this is kind of, I, I guess, like, I like the bulk the of Exodus 90. It's definitely what a lot of people um, look at. For those of, you, for those of you who are listening, if you're listening, I hope you're listening, but you're probably not listening. Hi, Taylor and Gina. <laughs> Hi, Taylor and Gina. <laughs> probably come over people hopefully. out there. We'll see. Um, shout out to Eric. Whoever Jesus wants to hear this. Post-production. But, so asceticism is basically denying yourself of the things of this world. Very ancient practice in the church. You see it in the very beginning of the church. Yeah, Christ calls says, for yeah. himself. You see it throughout the whole Old Testament as well. Um, and I think like one of the reasons why it's so important to Exodus 90 is just because I feel like as a church, uh-huh. as a Christian people, yes. we have lost a spirit of asceticism. And this is something they'll say, but this is something that I personally believe as well. I think um, it's mostly true. Yeah, It is true. I think like people don't why do you, know why do you say that? things up. Well, because I think in the past... So, so you're saying, so first of all, the definition of, in, in this case, asceticism is like a self-denial, like acts of self-denial. Acts of self-denial, it's like giving but like through, through like denying yourself of like comforts of the world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, like, and it's not it's not because they're bad things. Uh-huh. A lot of these are good things. Uh-huh. Um, but just yeah. like through that act of denying yourself that comfort and offering it up and see that's the important part Shatter has to be connected so has to be connected to the prayer yeah we'll course. get into that later when we go into our gripes <laughs> but 
Uh, no, yeah. Yeah, asceticism like has to be linked with prayer because if you're not fasting without prayer, mm-hmm. then it's you're you're it's just self torture. You know, if you're fasting without prayer, yeah, I th- that makes sense, hundred percent. Yeah, at least to me that makes sense. So from my experience. Sorry, we. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, we. Yeah. You want it to be a surprise? So this is a tangent okay. thing. No, hey, it's fine. Like. This isn't a professional oh, podcast. Oh, well, I just ruined it. I see what you're saying. My apologies. It, n- nothing. I'm just talking to myself, everybody. They actually want to listen to our podcast. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so you were saying that aestheticism isn't, or it should be more common in the church. What do you mean by that? Um, like, 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 what have you seen? Like, oh, this well, because if you look throughout the history of the church, I think the times of the greatest graces in the church... Mm-hmm. Um, and the greatest periods of where of, of saints in the church is there's there's a lot of connections and I think one of them is asceticism. You know, a lot of great saints come about because they remove themselves of the world. You know, we're not made for this world, we're made for greater things. And while God has given us like the things of this world, they are good things. Okay. Ultimately though, they if we indulge ourselves in those things, then they distract us from God mm-hmm. and our relationship yeah, with God. And so that's why and I think we see that like Technology. I mean, all these things. Like, that's there's true. So like, many that, things. Everyone technology. has their own. And that's things. just true. No matter if you're Catholic yeah. or not. Like you're like, oh my gosh, everyone's using their phone all the time, and like for not good purposes necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not that they're bad. It's just like you're wasting your time. Yeah, but I just think that like, I mean, and I've I've heard it, you know, from from different bishops and um, just like leaders in our church today. Like it, I guess just just to bring up the you know all the abuse scandals and just any scandals that are coming out in the church now, like. It's because we as a people, like, have, we do not know how to detach ourselves from the world anymore. Like, people don't practice that in their everyday life. Yeah, that's true. People don't. Of being able to give up good things and, like, have a moderation about them. And then you would say, or I would say, that's why Lent exists, at least for a reason. That's one of the reasons why Lent exists. Yes, exactly. Um, Because that's, I mean. Because, like, you're supposed to, you know, you do that penance through Lent, and then you come out of Lent, like, having a transformation. Like, you, it's Mm -hmm, useless. mm -hmm. You know, you've basically have wasted your whole time through Lent if you have not had some sort of deeper spiritual change as we, yeah. as we heard Father Joe say in his home yeah today. no yeah so um, I just think though that and I, I, I see it everywhere I mean um, probably not in communities like this where you know you actually have people who are really striving for their faith but I say like in the general church like the greater church you see so many people who you know as we would call like lukewarm catholics or whatnot like yeah part of that reason is because they don't understand i think they don't asceticism and I like think, penance i think what it is is at least from what i see is that asceticism and like giving stuff up whether for lent or even outside of lent makes you realize that what's important and what's not mm-hmm. and then in, in exactly. that and in that then you gain the reverence and then you gain the you know development of the relationship with jesus christ yeah things of that matter I'd say. Yeah. So it's like, it's like getting stuff out of the way. It's exactly. You're getting stuff out of the way because if Jesus is your, if like, if heaven is your ultimate goal, then you like, you don't want anything blocking that path. Mm-hmm. That isn't like Jesus and the saints and Mary, like walk, you know, you walking along that path that they've already walked. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's like my little spiel on asceticism. Um, let's go into to, what, to the what list. it is for to Exodus 90. Okay, There's so an the extensive list, list So, here. yeah. So, for Exodus 90, the people who do it have to do these things, right? Like, they have to do each and every one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. They have to, for 90 days. Also, I just want to say, so it ends on Easter, right? It ends on Easter. And it started January 13th of this year? It started January 13th of 2020. Okay. Cool, yeah. 
Um, so that was that's a long time. But anyway, day forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta take short, cold showers, practice regular, intense exercise, get a full night's sleep, which I think is pretty cool. At least seven hours. Yeah, recommended. at least seven hours. Abstain from alcohol. Abstain from desserts and sweets. Abstain from eating between meals. So I guess no snacking, right? Yeah, no snacking. Um, abstain from soda or sweet drinks. White milk? What is that? Like, milk is fine. Black coffee is fine. Like, oh, black tea is fine. I didn't, I didn't read it. Like, yeah, black coffee. And um, black tea my okay. group in particular, and I guess we can go a little into that later, yeah. of like, at least my individual group. You know, individual groups do differently. Yeah. But like, we also allow like juice if uh-huh. it's like... There's no added sugar or anything like that. Like, oh, okay. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with orange juice. You know. Yeah, I see. So I see how it is. Yeah, I see how it is. Well, coffee is okay. You know, the Mormons would disagree. Yeah. Well, we're not Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> a pope has approved it, and uh, so there that's we go. All I, need. So, I know, right? Um, abstain from television, movies, kidding. or televised sports. Abstain from video games. Mm-hmm. Abstain from non-essential material purchases. Yeah. Wow. So don't buy that Xbox, I guess, because you exactly. do that all the time. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, only listen to music that lifts the soul to God. I think this is the vaguest. Yeah, I mean, no, list. a lot of these are purposefully vague, and I think they've. I think as Exodus has blown up and people have become more familiar uh-huh. with Exodus, they've kind of like taken out the explanation that some things are vague on purpose. Oh, okay. Because I remember two years ago when I first did Exodus, there was like this little explanation of like, yeah, some of the things, some of these things are vague because uh-huh. you as a group are supposed to kind of like figure out together, what like, interesting. what does this look like for us? Why did they remove that then? Huh? Why did they remove that clause? Well, just because I think enough men have done Exodus and are continuing oh, to do Exodus multiple okay. times that like sure. through their experience, they share that. So Okay. And I also, I also think yeah. though it helps a little cl- with clarity with the groups because, you know, like you know, if you're a new group and you like came in and saw that, you'd be like, all right, so then like what? Yeah, exactly. What? But they're a little clear cut, which I think is good as well. <laughs> Only use the computer for school, work, or essential tasks. Mm-hmm. Only use mobile devices for essential communications, like memes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so like, cut out non-essential texting, app, and internet use. And then you fast on Wednesdays and Fridays. According to the church, we yeah. do church. We do church fast. Yeah. I mean, we do the Mary we worship. do the fast that is still in place by the church. Mm-hmm. But just because of the USCCB, they give the dispensation that if you do an, a, a a penance instead of fasting on Fridays, I think they oh, cut really? out Wednesdays. Yeah. So actually, that is still in place in the United oh, States that you're supposed that? to abstain from meat on Fridays. Oh, shit. Um, but, <laughs> but the USCCB has said that if if you do an uh, an ulterior penance. Um, to eating me, then you can consume me on Friday. But mm-hmm. the church, I mean, the church of official, like officially, still professes that fasting from meat on Wednesdays and Fridays, and then also, um, you know, doing the whole the whole meal thing where you have one large meal and two smaller, two meals, smaller meals. Yep, that's that's still in place effectively. Um, okay, something that's been lost, and I think they're bringing back. <laughs> I think through Exodus, so yeah, and that's the entire list. That is the entire list of the disciplines. Um, as they call it in Exodus, the ascetic disciplines. So, yeah. Which is a lot. It is a lot. And then we'll get back to that list. We'll go back. <laughs> for sure. Um, and then the last part is fraternity, at least yeah. according to this. Um, yeah, so I can talk. I think mine's a little more condensed here. But, um, yeah, so yeah, the fraternity aspect of it, like I said earlier, like you're not supposed to do Exodus 90 alone. Uh-huh. Like you're supposed to do it with a group of men. Um, and they recommend that like six to eight guys is the ideal size group because six it's, to eight. it's not, it's not too small, um, where yeah. it's like still really tough. Um, you still have a large group, but it's not too big 
where it's kind of hard to keep everyone accountable, keep everyone on track. Yeah, um, okay. And then it just feels more like a class, I'd say. Yeah, or like it just feels like there's too many people doing it and you don't really – you don't have, you have that, that personal – Because yeah. the big part – one of the big parts about the fraternity is like you through the whole 90 days, you try as much as possible to like do things together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So like you are actually creating a brotherhood. You're creating fraternity mm-hmm. by being in this fraternity. Um, you're creating a brotherhood, like you're creating a bond mm-hmm. between these guys. You know, you even if you never knew them before, like you are going to grow deeper with them through these next ninety days in a very intentional way. Um, and so, if you have if you have too few people, you know, I think it's kind of hard to stay on top of like the discipline stuff. Just feels like oh, there's not a you know maybe if there are more people, like it would be a little easier to do. But if you have too many people, it's kind of hard to to fall into or like to get deeper with everyone. You know? I see. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And then what we have here, like our require our requirements for the fraternity part. So, um, one aspect of the fraternity is within this group that you have, um, you pair off, um, however best you pair off or, you know, however you, if you have an odd number, then, you know, there's an extra in mm-hmm. the pair, you know, whatever. But, um, into what are called anchors. So one of the guys in your group is going to be your anchor and you are going to be his anchor, which is essentially so kind like of like an accountability, accountability partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Classic the job of the anchors are to check into each other every day, um, ask how they're doing. And like every day within that group bond, like you're creating a deeper bond with this guy because every you're, day. Yeah, every Oof, day. Wow. I have, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I, I really try, but it, 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 it does get tough to do it. But yeah, you're supposed to check in with your anchor mm-hmm. daily. Um, ask them how they're doing, like what they're struggling with, like what's been going well. Um, and essentially just uh, encourage them every single day just to keep going through it. Like, yeah, you're keeping each other accountable to all the disciplines and exodus. Um, and then we have a weekly meeting where, um, and the way it lined up this year, we're doing our group meetings. And it worked out really well. Our group, for our particular group, our meeting is like the seventh day of the week, which is on Sunday, because it started on a Monday. So we yeah, have our okay. meeting on a Sunday, um, which has been nice because we finish, we finish a week of exodus. So it's like a recap. We recap. That's so a good yeah. recap. I it's see. basically a recap, you know. Nice. Um, That's actually that makes sense too to do yeah. it on a weekend because then it's like because if you do it on Wednesday, then I feel you just might be exhausted with the week. Yeah. So it's been good to have it at the so end of the week. Um, nice. Another part of it is there's like well, it's also part of like the prayer and kind of just the disciplines in general. They have like weekly things that you do um, to kind of like focus on for the week. So. It'll be like four themes and it'll be like, oh, like kind of daily mass or like make sure to stick to your holy hour or like give gratitude, like, mm-hmm. you know, in time for stuff like that. So yeah. they give you like even within everything else that's already going on, they'll, they'll give you some additional stuff to focus on in the week to kind of just help you to continue to grow in like this virtue that you're trying to. So like, like what, for example? Um, like, yeah. So like for example, or... like this, this week, uh, the daily barrier or the action items, as they call it, we've had four for this week. First one has been to honor our holy hour, so make sure we're doing our holy hour. Mm. The second one has been to go to the source of, and there's an explanation the other day. So, um, but for this week, it was like go to the source of, kind of like what God is calling to you right now, mm-hmm. uh, or calling you to right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one has been like keep making your nightly examine, like keep yeah, doing okay. That. Um, and the fourth one for this week is just stay, stay okay for the week. So it changes for the week. Yeah, so okay, it changes nice, every nice. week. You get four new things to focus on. Um, and they're continually 
yeah, just continually to work things. That way you don't kind of lose sight of everything. You know, it's like refreshing, you know, reminding you of what you're supposed to be doing. Um, 12.8. Yeah, the meeting structure is essentially like everyone will start off with a short like 90 second cap recap of like how their week went. Like what were the good points? What were the bad points? 90 second. Yeah. Had to be that fast? Yeah, like it's meant to be short because you don't want to. It's, it's not good. really to go into extreme detail. Okay, cool. At each meeting, so the, the meetings are supposed to be pretty short. Like you're supposed to be able oh, to get okay. them done in like a half hour. Nice. Um, but essentially, yeah, the meeting setup is like wow. recap, talk about what went well during the week, what didn't go well, mm-hmm. um, kind of like what where where have you been relaxing things? Like what do you need to improve going forward? Um, then there's also. Then after that, um, yeah, we pick, we'll pick a couple of those action items to talk about and like everyone will reflect on how it went for them during that week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, lastly, it's really just like sharing kind of, hey, like planning stuff, like planning the next week, like, oh, let's do these things these days. Mm-hmm. Um, like if they have to change the meeting, you know, do that kind of more logistical stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. So it's yeah. just like a general check-in. Not like exactly. That. It's like a general check-in, but it's also that time though, to really like come forward with anything. Like if you've been really, you know, relaxing on one of the disciplines or if you've, you know, like you've been struggling, like some habitual sin, like you got to bring everything into the light in Oof. these meetings. I see. And it's, it, yeah, it's tough and it's hard <laughs> and it's scary. And like, I mean, I've had have had it happen already this this time around and in past times around where it's like, you know, we kind of keep things hidden and like the group can feel it. It's like yeah, it's you people, can tell you, can't hide you can it. tell yeah when you're you really spiritually can. connected like you that, can. like you can tell you can when tell. something's gone on with the group because everyone will come up to the meeting. And they'll be like, ah, you know, like my week my week was rough. Mm-hmm. You know, like this happened, this happened, and, and like and, you know, it's different for each guy, but yeah, like the general consensus is like this week was tough. Interesting. And if you from don't, like everybody, yeah. yeah. Um, that mm. or like if everyone's like if a few people are having a good week, chances are everyone's been having a good week. It's um, mm, funny. So, but you can really like you begin to notice, it, especially the further in you get. Yeah. And um, I think yeah, it's like one of those biggest things about that fraternity is like bringing everything to light. Because if something is sitting in the dark, like that's where the enemy works. And of course, yeah. When you bring it into light into the meeting, then like that encourages the other guys too to be like, okay, yeah, like I've been struggling with this. And suddenly, like all your struggles kind of make sense as a group because you're like, we haven't been telling each other everything, you know. Interesting. So, yeah, because this is while this is not a necessary thing, Exodus yeah. ninety is in no way necessary. You take you're taking it on because you want to grow closer to God, and so like God is going to honor that and respect it. I think. Um, Okay. Yeah. And and like do good things through it. Mm-hmm. I so, think so. I think yeah, yeah. of course. It's perfect. So that's good intention. General overview. Of no, let me crap on it. No, I'm just kidding. I just no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> like that. That is. That's what it is. That's what. It's yeah. Like good. That's, no, that was like. a really good overview. Or like, yeah. Yeah. What so it's supposed to look that's like. That's kind of my unbiased uh, um, uh, explanation of what it's supposed to look like. I see. And this is your third year. It's my third year doing it. I have found. Wow. Not once, but twice that I should do it again. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? Oh, like yeah, because I did it once, and some year. people do it once, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't need to do that again." Again, uh-huh. um, some people. Do people say that like? Do people say, "Okay, yeah, I don't need to do it again" after having a good experience, or after like having a bad both, experience? Both. Okay. Some people have do really well through Exodus ninety, and, and then they just they like come to mm-hmm. the next year and they're like, "I don't think I need to do it," yeah. and that's a good thing. Like that's yeah. what you want. Like you want them to everyone should be coming out of Exodus 90 in a better place than when they started it okay and even if they have a bad experience like okay that yeah that's that does really that sucks suck. but at the same time there's there could still be good out of that there could still be yeah. good that comes out of it yeah mm-hmm. so 
and even at the least, like even if Exodus 90 didn't work well for you, like you could come out of it, have a bad experience, see why it was bad and be like, well, it's because these things like, yeah, exactly. People, aren't people are too quick to like, be like, that was a bad experience. I'm not going to think about that ever yeah. again. And then they don't get anything yeah. from it, even past that experience where you should at least look at it and see like what came out of it. Yeah. Even yeah. if it was bad. So like now, you know, for the future reference, not that you're going to do excess study again, but just like for future reference in general, mm-hmm. like what are you going to avoid? What are you going to do different in the future? What do you, what do you, what did you gain? Cause you probably at least know more about yourself in some, in some regard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess so. You know, there's three years. Which one? This one's still in progress, I guess. This is how. And I guess through. I've seen all three years too. From you have on, seen on the all side. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this year is pretty good, from what I know. I think so too. I am not, for the record, in Exodus ninety. I'm doing like, I mean, it's Lent now, so I am. I'm doing Lenty stuff, but um, <laughs> yeah. And then I remember last year that was a time. I think you had a big group then. Yeah, we had a big group. We had almost twenty guys doing it, and we tried to do it all as one group. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely was a mistake. Um, we just thought we would be able to do it um, because we had a group of guys that were pretty familiar with each other. Um, were you the only one who had done Exodus 90 before? No, several people had done it before. Like the Focus Missionaries? Or? Uh, the Missionaries actually had done it. Yeah. And then a couple guys from our first year doing it were doing it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, so it's not like everyone's new and it's just you or whatever. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And then I think some people were also just familiar with it, either because like they're my roommates or just like friends that I saw all the time, so they kind of oh, knew about okay. it. Yeah. I see. So, um, yeah, la- the first year we did it, so two years ago we did it, it was myself, one of our focus missionaries, and four other guys. So we had a group of we had a group of six people. And it was it was it was good. Wait, the first year, the first year, it was six you, people. six other people, and focus missionary, right? No, no me, sorry. four other people. And I rubbed my forehead again, and I didn't, all got all over my. Okay, so you, four other people, and focus missionary. Okay, I so that's like five so. people. Um, nice. That's not that's that's decent size. I remember that too vaguely. Actually, it was a couple. Of oh them. no, maybe it was five of us. Actually, I don't even think it was six. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. I don't want to leave anyone out. All I can think it was four people, but I know there's probably someone I'm missing. At least four. So I've got six. myself, missionary, person one, two unnamed freshmen, <laughs> who were freshmen at the time. Okay. Um, one unnamed athlete. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah, no, I know, was I know unnamed it athlete. It was six of us. Okay, so yeah. So and then grad student, right? I just can't. I just can't. And then grad student. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're yeah. not gonna name names because no. I don't know. I don't know if we should or not. I don't know. But <laughs> Bob, not the Jeremy. But yeah. Um. Eleanor. Yeah, and so like I mean, it was a good group of guys. Um, our first time doing it, none of us had heard of Exodus before. I think none, not even uh, the folks missionary. No, he. I mean, he had heard of it, and he kind of proposed it to us. Okay, so it was his idea. Yeah. Okay. We started late too because I do uh, remember Exodus, that. Yeah, I do it, remember it, that. It had started a few weeks before, and it was after going on Buffalo Awakening. Oh, really? That semester. Oh, that's hilarious. We're coming down in the car. Oh, that's hilarious. What would be four of the guys of the group that uh-huh. ended up doing it? And uh, our missionary friend was just like, "Hey, like." You know, have you guys heard of this? And we're oh, like, no, okay. what is it? And he explains it to us kind of in a very vague way. I mean, I mean, he, he explained it well enough that we were like, yeah, like, no, we got our it. interest. It wasn't like too deep. Like, yeah, I yeah, got our interest, yeah. but he, I don't even think he himself knew exactly what it all okay. entailed. Interesting. And yeah, the, our other male missionary had kind of proposed it, but wasn't serious about it. But then we ran with it. We were like, yeah, let's do it. So we got two more guys, nice. a group of six, went pretty well. Um, 
Yeah, we got close. We definitely could tell when like everyone was struggling. That's interesting. And when everyone was doing well, I don't think we were, I don't think we were as good as kind of like sharing things and bringing that completely into like all the time, mm -hmm. you know. But um, I think overall it was a pretty good experience. I mean, it was tough. Like, don't get me wrong. None of us first kind of knew that it would be easy ever. But. We didn't really know what to expect. We uh -huh. started it and like, yeah, we were, you know, we were excited. We were pumped. So we were good for a couple of weeks and then it kind of just hit that wall of like, oh, we committed to this. We have to do this for like 75. Oh, days. I see. Like, no, like in the first couple of weeks, it's like, oh, woohoo. And then yeah. like you get to like week four or something yeah. and you're like, oh, here we but go. We stuck to it nice. as best as we could. Mm -hmm. um, we did pretty well. Perseverance. Yeah, we persevered together. And honestly, like there's a lot of good things happening as we did it. Um, our athlete friend had a really great season. Yeah, I remember um, that. In his sport. Um, yeah, like the, these two freshmen were doing really well. And uh, I know who one of those freshmen are, but I don't know who the other one is. He's uh, he's a missionary now <laughs> well, uh, with a group. <laughs> That's who I was talking about. Yeah. I, talk, I don't know. Oh, I know who that one is. Oh, yeah, Cuban, though. <laughs> okay, okay, I, okay. Actually, okay, so I don't, so he did okay. actually, I don't mind saying who's in the group. I just like when we get to personal, I guess when we get into like the personal stuff of like people's opinions on things, I probably won't name names, but okay. anyways. I don't know why I just wasted all our time with that. No, was, yeah. I thought it was fun. I no, think we so, did pretty well. I thought it was, no, we did we pretty did good, well. though. No, so the first year, it was me, Michael, yeah, okay. and Nels, who were the two freshmen. I knew it was Nels. Ryan France, who was a grad yeah, student. Walter, yeah, of course. who was on the baseball team. Yep. And Zane, our missionary. Okay. Yeah. We just, so it was a six we just gave it all away. I know. It's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I don't think they'll mind. Uh, but, they better not. Um, no. Great group. Like, I mean, it was awesome. Um, yeah. So things went pretty well. Like, okay, we so, all came so, out of it. Okay, so... It was weird Cubano though did it because twice. we finished after Lent, or after Easter, so that yeah, was weird. How was that? I wouldn't like that. Yeah, I don't think it was that good. Um, definitely don't recommend starting late. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was weird because well, it's also like Easter came like around and season. you're in the you're in the you're season in, yeah, of Easter, yeah, exactly. so you were not supposed to so fast be, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. But we committed to this, and so we finished it out. Whack. It was a little whack, but we did it, and it even actually went after the semester ended too. So like our last week of Exodus ninety was post semester, so none of us were together. Oh, really, okay, which, interesting. Yeah, and I mean even then, like Exodus ninety uh, looked a little different than it does now. The core core things were the same, but mm. um, I think they got a, a lot better in their presentation. And kind of how they like put everything forward information wise oh, okay. now. Interesting. I think well, just because yeah, it's blown up so much, like they've yeah. developed it a lot more. So, yeah, makes sense. I mean, like a lot of good things coming from that. I think they've been able to do a lot just as it's grown and grown more. But mm -hmm. yeah, so it's definitely changed the past couple of years. Now let's go into last year. So last year, yeah, this is the this is the juicy year. It's a very juicy year. <laughs> last year, or is it? We had a huge group, about twenty guys. That's a lot. Both both missionaries, excuse mm -hmm. me, both missionaries here. So Jacob and Garrett were were kind of leading our group. Um, I think Jacob had done it before, and I think Garrett. I feel like he would have. I don't know if Garrett had done it before. One of them had done it before, and one of them hadn't. Mm -hmm. But they both did it with mm -hmm. us. Um, we had a pretty decent. We had a pretty decent group. We had like a good mix of like sporty kids and non sporty, sporty kids. kids. I remember, I remember kids. Like yeah, like there's a the, there's a good number of athletes. Um, there's a good number of athletes yeah, who did were. it. Um, it was really good for them. That's good. I think. Uh, well, I mean, some of them are doing it year two this year, right? Right. No. 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 Oh, really? Oh well, yes, they are actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're doing. Are. They're doing their like. They're not doing Exodus ninety, but they're doing. They're in, they're at least they're doing. They've something. done their own because they've mm -hmm. they've tailored it just because I think they they found it was really tough for them to do, um, just like in season for some of them and. Yeah, I mean that's understandable. As athletes, too, like yeah. you're just like working out all day long. Yeah. Exactly. So. 
they they're doing um, they got a group together of athletes to kind of do a similar thing this year and tailor it to themselves which i think is awesome that they're doing that uh-huh um yeah i think it's pretty cool like yeah, yeah exactly this, like isn't, said, this like, isn't lent so exodus, it's like you can't exodus 90 is not the end it's all not it's not a this. it's not church it's a, required it's a great either. way to do it yeah it's not church required <laughs> so it's, it's like a great way to do it and doing. i think it's good that they're not calling exodus because like as the exodus 90s guys say it's like if you're doing exodus you have to do exodus yeah, you know, I mean that makes you sense. To do Exodus yeah, 90, yeah. You have to do it the Exodus ninety way. Yeah. So I like I think it's great that they're doing that mm-hmm. and that they have like found that they still want to do those things mm-hmm. to you know better themselves. Um, but you know tailor it to their own needs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Because I think this just this shows a lot of self knowledge as well, which is very yeah, important. that's pretty very important. important in yeah, spiritual very important. Life, knowing where you are. That's very who you are, where you are, and where you are with God. And like, it's always funny with like what you said the term self knowledge because it's like. You know where you are, but then when you go, yeah. you're gonna realize, oh, it's part of humility too. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, when you're know. truly humble, like you, humility isn't like pushing yourself off of like I can't do these things. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not this good. No, it's like knowing where you are, and, and knowing what you care, accepting, accepting yourself, in accepting way. it, and then in addition to that, like not going beyond what you're capable of with God's grace. You know, like, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, that tangent aside, yeah. Um, and then we had a group of guys who were enthusiastic at first. I mean, we were all enthusiastic yeah, at first, but honestly, like, I think really what happened is just as we got through, I think part of it was the group being too large. Part of it was doing, um, like in the middle of it, some of the guys decided like they wanted to meet outside of our big group meetings and have okay. like a little smaller fraternity yeah. just cause they all knew each other. And that kind of helped them mm-hmm. um, just continue to grow deeper, I think, through that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I'll pass it over to you because I know, I know we, my list we, of want to hear, we want to hear, I want to hear with like, your, your insights on my this insights? as an outsider, kind um, of seeing this yeah. large group of guys doing this together. Um, well, this year I think it's it's been good. and But because I saw last year, I was really not upset. But more so just like, oh, frick, it's going to be the same thing as last year, where they're all just complaining all day long and they can't eat chocolate, <laughs> and here we are trying to enjoy our day, and then it just rains in our, rains in our lives. Yeah, exactly. That's what like I was upset about. What I was worried people. about. But yeah, exactly. Because, like, yeah, I think that was it. Because, yeah, you know, you, you, like I say, it's like not Lent, or even if it is Lent, and you just gave up, like, chocolate, and you're, like, praying a chaplet or whatever every day, and that's your thing. And then this guy comes, and he's, like, complaining about how he can't eat anything, how he can't watch sports yada 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 and it's just complain 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 mm-hmm. and then and you're like but and then me knowing what xs90 is supposed to do is like bring you closer to god and all this stuff i'm like well you sound very closer to god right now yeah and i'm like that's ironic i'm a hip sarcasm that's yeah, the word i'm looking yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so that was kind of annoying um i think also People look at the rules a lot more. Like they'll see the rules section, like the uh, aestheticism, which I think yeah. is really good. But then they'll just focus way too much on that again and then start complaining, which feeds, yeah. which brings to the complaint because they're focusing on the rules and they're and they're Instead and they're being like, oh my gosh, did I do this right or did I do this wrong? And then it's like you did it, you're fine. Stop complaining yeah. a little bit, kind yeah. in a, in a weird way. I wouldn't call it scrupulosity, but maybe okay. maybe a little bit. Um, it's because they're not like naturally scrupulous, scrupulous people, the ones who who've done yeah. this. And then you see this and it's just like, that's not the purpose, that's not the purpose. And then, but you never hear about the prayer stuff. You never hear about like the fraternity thing. 
Um, well, this fraternity thing, I'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of that, I felt. Like, all this focus on the rules. For the for them being rules, like, oh, I'm going to take a cold shower because it's the cool thing to do, is what it kind of turned out to be. Yeah. From my perspective. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, I don't know, it's like a machoistic, in a, in a way, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Or just like, oh, I'm yeah. such a badass because I'm doing exercise and because I'm taking yeah. a cold shower. Instead of yeah. being like, oh, I'm taking a cold shower because I want to offer something up to draw closer to God. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, and that just pisses me off. <laughs> no, it should. I mean, yeah, like, I'm definitely with you there. And I mean, I will say that I definitely contributed to a little of that, I think, um, especially in the complaint department. Um, yeah, part of la- doing Exodus last year is I found just kind of a good way th- good portion of the way through it I kind of found that yeah like I was I was complaining a lot about I don't know why I don't think I talked to you that when we get closer I didn't notice you complaining a lot but that's just me it's because I think I think I was aware I think I was aware of it um, and so I tried my best not to okay because uh, yeah like I started to see the same things it's like I would be hanging out with you know the guys mm-hmm. who were my close friends, mm-hmm. just and normal, and like it was already kind of in their humor as a group, like joking about, uh, joking about the disciplines, like joking about yeah, and that and, happens and, like and, in and anything like a very too. facetious way. What do you mean? Like like well like like people don't know how to use the word facetious. Facetious is when you make light of a very like serious <gasps> subject. Yes. Yeah, so I they're being all the time. Yeah, they're being like very facetious. <laughs> SAT word, SAT vocab. Just kidding. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Oh my go back to high school. Mm. Um, no, but I just think like yeah, they were kind of making light of what is supposed to be a serious exercise. Like okay, you shouldn't. I mean, obviously, I like, mean, you shouldn't be like you're supposed like, to be joyful through. It. Like it's, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think it's it good tough. to make light of things every now and then. But yeah. like if you do it too but, much, then becomes, they, it becomes a joke. Yeah, exactly. Like, they they, they basically almost through their humor like turned the whole thing into kind of a farce of itself. Okay, like I think. Just joking about, oh, like you're not doing this enough, or I don't know, just uh-huh. all these different things without getting into the specifics. Because I mean, <laughs> my point of view that happened in the past, like it's done, it doesn't really matter anymore because yeah. all that happened, like, is not currently affecting any of us. We're just yeah, no, it's a very so, different group. Yeah, this is all, um, yeah, like, so not to rehash anything, but um, yeah, I kind of like saw this spirit within the group with some with one contingency of the group. Um, I'm sure they know. Of just like complaint of like just like complaining. But yeah, of complaining. So of um, I'd say even kind of yeah, like you said, like focusing, not really focusing on like the spirit of it, uh-huh. and more or the purpose. Like, I'd say uh, almost an almost legalistic approach mm-hmm. to Exodus ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to be like, and they suck. The end. I want to be like, on. So how how does one who is in, who is having that experience counter that you know what i'm saying it's hard um like like how do you realign yourself back to like to the goal instead of being like oh like yeah. you, f- you find yourself complaining a lot you find yourself not taking this the spiritual side seriously and you're like over focusing on the rules how do you like bring yourself back to like the purpose the reason why i'm doing this is to grow closer to god mm-hmm. i think uh well i'll tell you the the, the, the way it should be and the way that it kind of actually happened mm-hmm. well i think the way it should be is really what you do is if you notice that like you call your group out okay. you don't have fear in that and you shouldn't fear them like any 
know, if they're good people, you, yeah. it'll be if real cheap. If they're doing cheap. it right, like, yeah. it, should, it should be If they want it, if they want like, it, it hey, should be like, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. If they want it, like, they'll receive it well. Mm-hmm. So if they actually want to do Exodus well and actually, like, stick to its purpose, mm-hmm. they will receive it well. Mm-hmm. Now, and, if, and then if they don't receive it well, then that's probably because they are, yeah, like, not in the right spirit of doing okay. society. Um, which happens. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like, honestly... When you're entrenching you, you're yourself in in this spiritual exercise, and you which you do grow closer to God through it, like you really do, you see a lot of good things happen. That's when the enemy comes, and not to say that like Exodus ninety is the only way to do this or anything like that, but like uh-huh. it is a way to grow. And like when you're growing closer to God, like the enemy is gonna attack you oh, in yeah. many ways. And so I sure. think honestly, like that was part of it. Like he, there's just this spirit of complaint that was like being born into the group, and. Um, yeah, like, how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, like I said, you know, you have to call it out. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened, what, what actually happened was I don't think anyone called it out as much as they should have. Mm-hmm. I take responsibility for that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was as, like, tough on it as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it was because, I mean, I think part of it was honestly just, like, the turbulence in my own life. Like, mm-hmm. I think when I, when I started Exodus last year, yeah. I was had just dropped out of school a couple months ago and I didn't have a job yet. Oof. I didn't have a new job yet. <laughs> yeah. And I think I was just getting into a new job and kind of just trying to find my feet and that was tough and that made things tough. And, uh-huh. you know, some would say that, some would say, oh, maybe then it wasn't a good time to do Exodus 90. Yeah, I feel like I would, some people would say I that. would tell them it's the perfect time to do Exodus oh, 90. Oh, okay, well, that's you. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that makes sense too. Yeah, because just it's, a good something... way, it's a good way to order your life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and order your spiritual life. More if you order everything to God, so. Yeah. Sure. If you know that you're not going to like come out crumbling from it. Exactly. And I don't think I did. Um, I think overall it went pretty well. And I think towards the end we kind of cleaned stuff up. and That's good. um, But I think a lot of the guys kind of realized that it was tough. Mm -hmm. And it was a hard thing to do. And it wasn't as easy as they maybe thought it was going to be. And I'm sure it ended up being a lot different than a lot of them thought it would be. So, Okay. Um, But I think overall it was a good experience. I mean, some of them... Don't want to do it again, which is okay. Perfectly yeah. understandable. I mean, sometimes you just have that bad group experience or you just have a bad experience personally doing it. Uh-huh. And I don't think there's anything wrong with not wanting to do it again. Yeah, of course. Like, no one should be pressured to no. do it. Yeah, it's 90. not required. Like, by I'm the church. I'm going to pressure you to do the it. The Pope isn't like, you got to do it. As soon as, soon as yeah. you're just like, I don't want to do it, and I'm going to respect that, and that's your decision. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But that's kind of what happened last year. Okay. I don't know. Anything more to touch um, on? Yeah. So when you're not looking at your phone and you're not, and you're complaining, no. Yeah. Like you know, so like, what do you? How do you? How do you supposed to fill your time? How do you fill your free time? Yeah. Like, how are you question. supposed to do it? Um. I feel like people will just turn to no... like indulging in other stuff. Like, and it's not bad to like start reading a lot, but like when you're with other people, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that make any sense? Okay. No, that makes sense. Instead um, of just like ignoring them, I feel like there's a, there's like God draws us closer yeah, to one so another as you, well, and exactly. like becoming more genuine yeah. in our relationships, even outside of like the group in Exodus ninety. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people were just like, oh, I can't watch sports, so I'm going to now spend the next yeah. six hours reading this book. Yeah, which isn't bad. Like read a no, book. No, it's not a bad but... thing. Like so, yeah. I mean, you were supposed to fill that free time with things that are going to actually like. Give you life. Like, <laughs> give you life. I mean, that's the way to put it. Like you, photosynthesis. Well, that's the way to put it because you no, like yeah. you're giving up all these things that are pulling you away from God. And, like, mm-hmm, exactly. Who you're supposed to do life. things that are that are, you you, you want to do things that nourish you. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, like reading is a great way to do it mm-hmm. because it's like 
intellectual nourishment. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you read more, and that's something that I noticed because I used to be a very, like, I used to read all the time when I was younger. No, yeah. Less I mean, so as a disclaimer for saying that, I give that example. Yeah. I give that example, but um, I stop, I'm going to stop using YouTube for but this. But it's like, like someone who's completely stopped reading basically in my adult life. Uh-huh. Like, this, the time I had during Exodus when... I'm not I, calling I, I I'm just giving a random example. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, okay. like... Like, you know, reading as an example is like an intellectual way to yeah, like nourish yourself. Same. I and, agree. And it, yeah, like it, it changes you and you start reading and um, I would do that. Like, I don't know, go play a sport, like go hang out with people. Like, mm-hmm. you, I don't know, you're supposed to find things that are going to give you that nourishment um, that will like help you give life. So, um, yeah, like reading is a great one or hanging out with your friends, like making time for friends because I think that's what I was trying to hit on was yeah. the making time. Cause like you would see people, this is it. You would see, you'd like go to the student center, I guess people on their phones and well, no, the people who are doing oh, exercise yeah. 90 are not on their phones. They're okay. like not reading the book. They're doing whatever they're doing. That's not on their phones, yeah. but they're still like in themselves. Yeah. Whatever okay. that is. Yeah. No, and that's, and then like, so you go up to them and you ask them, Hey, how are you doing? And stuff like that. They're like, Oh, it sucks. I can't eat chocolate. Yeah. And you're like, okay, or whatever. Bye. Yeah. You know? No, I think yeah, like uh, so yeah. I it guess should give you it was. should give you the freedom. Like doing Exodus ninety should give you the freedom. I think to become more aware of participating in other people's lives. Okay, and like yeah. actually forming friendships and stuff like that. Having that community, building that community, which is stuff we're all supposed to do. But I think especially so if you have that free time through doing Exodus ninety, like that's a great way to spend that free time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I don't know, doing stuff on your own is good too. Like picking up yeah, a hobby of course or whatnot. Is. Yeah, not that's all that. good stuff. Um, yeah. So th- there's a lot of ways to fill that time. But I also think, yeah, like especially in your social interactions, like I think you have a freedom. You have like a new freedom to. Yeah, exactly. To I think you, have to, you have to very rapidly make the best of the time that you that you now gave yourself or that God gave you. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just. I don't know. It's, you could. It's it's all life is a gift, right? Like you got to yeah. you got to make the best of it while you have it. So, and then with, with Exodus 98, if you get your time, then you got to make the best of it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it comes, like, you know, you, you give it up, right? So you don't have the television, you don't have the phone, you don't have the computer, the video games. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and I feel like very quickly, again, it goes to the complaining things. Like you're just sitting there moping about yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you've thought about what you're going to do. you got to make a plan for yourself is exactly. what I'm trying to get at. I think, yeah. like, okay, you now that I do this, yeah. <clears throat> like... Yeah, it can't just be directionless. I think the pull from Father's homily again. I think it's important. Yeah, it has. To, you have to have a. You have to have a. Yeah, a mindset, yeah. a goal. To, to, to give you guys to. context, Father's homily today at uh, APM Mass for Ash Wednesday it was about how like, you know, we give ourselves holy to God like mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. and like you can't just do one. He's like, but the the example I'm tangenting to is when you talk about soul. He's like, what does it look like when we give completely of our soul, but not of mind and body or heart. Mm-hmm. Follow your mind, follow your heart, follow your soul. Um, when you, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what he said. So what, yeah. is it, what does all soul look like? And he said it's like, well, you just have this passion, but it's directionless. He Yeah, exactly. You, spirit, you need to have a direction. High, you know, yeah. retreat high is an example. So it's like the same thing. You have all this new time, you know, newfound time. Like, you need to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's, it's still just going to be wasted time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So... Let's see. Question about that. And then, <laughs> how does one? I guess to yeah. Um, so the the purpose of this all is to like you know draw closer to God, right? Yeah. Which sounds vague and platitudey, but it's true and very important. And um, 
so along comes the feast of saint joseph yeah saint patrick's day uh uh Annunciation. Annunciation. Yeah. So what what is when what does an Exodus ninety person do then? That is a fantastic question. Yeah. The first time we did Exodus ninety, we got to the Solemnity of Saint Joseph, uh the worker, because it's I think it's that one. March March nineteenth. March nineteenth is yeah. Saint I Joseph. Think it's Saint jo- well yeah. well, because he has two feast days in the year, and one of them is Solemnity and one of them is not. I'm just trying to remember which one is the solemnity as all. I'm just being a nerdy Catholic. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so the first time around, we got to that. And we were planning as a group. So this was two years ago. We were planning as a group to just continue to do Nexus 90. Like, we didn't see... Oh, like after Easter, right? No, well, no, so... Oh, oh for, the, for the 19th. Lent. They for the happened 19th. during Lent. That's yeah. right, right, right. So, so, so two years March ago. March 19th yep. is the Solemnity of St. Joseph. Okay. Whichever one it is. <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Um, and we were planning as a group to just keep doing Exodus 90. Um, and it was our good friend, Gina, Gina, Gina Rudy. Gina Rudy. St. Gina Taylor, Rudy. St. Gina Rudy. Taylor has her relic. Gina Avalos Rudy. The, uh, yeah, of the, the relic. relic of her focused bottle that <laughs> I, I really wanted. And she at the oh, last man. second gave to Taylor. <laughs> wow, what a... What a well, I, I only bring it up like that, that because I don't have a bottle opener right now. <laughs> you really don't? I really don't. I gave mine to a brewery. <laughs> Wait, because they had a collection of bottle openers that's around so okay. around the bar, and like people just gave them. That's like that's like locks. My bottle opener was from the Guinness storehouse in Ireland. I was like, you okay. gave that away? I gave that away. Wow, who are you? Wow, so but humble. It's okay. It was worth it. <laughs> I don't, really? I think. What'd so. you get out of it? What did I get out of it? The satisfaction of knowing that I contributed to that. I get. I guess so. Sure, like, sure. I think it's pretty sweet. That's like that's like people with their like locks. Yeah, exactly. And that they put on like I don't know a pier or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but anyways, so Gina though <laughs> comes to us and is like, no, like it's a solemnity. Uh-huh. You're supposed to celebrate and yeah. feast. So like celebrate. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, fine. Oh, like, really? All right, whatever, like, mom. You, you we're like, okay, mom. No, we didn't. We were kind of like, we knew she was right. Okay, but we also were kind of reluctant to do it. Um, That's funny that so, you would be like, "Oh, I'll, so okay, like, fine, fine, I'll okay. celebrate," but we go f- a couple weeks into Easter, but it's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, and honestly, though, like her words stuck with me, um, and I think it's very important to do that. And mm-hmm. that's like that's why they have. So, actually, another thing I didn't mention: very important part of Exodus ninety on Sundays, you get to relax. Mm-hmm. One oh, that's or a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, just one or two of them one or two of them you kind of decide as a group we have decided to um, nice so you get to relax you get to relax the disciplines though on Sundays well, why? I mean, that's like for Lent it doesn't technically exist on exactly Sunday, yeah so. that, like in, in the same reason that you don't, you, do uh, you don't adhere you're, you don't have to adhere to your penance on Sunday yeah um, and a lot of people still will because they're like, oh, why? Like, why should I just keep... Well, you know, yeah, I mean, I used here to... Here is the explanation. It's the same explanation Gina gave us. You know, a solemnity is a feast day. Sunday is a mini Easter. Yeah, every, Sunday every Sunday is a, a little Easter. Easter. It yep. is a celebration of the resurrection. Yeah. And so it's very important. I think it is... I think it's honestly like having Probably. done it now yeah. and, and having done it in Exodus and then like also with Gina kind of just like calling us out on the solemnities. Um, like it has helped me to see how important celebration and it goes back to that reverence we were talking is. about. And it goes back to the reverence. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the, you go, the joy you go back to Genesis instead of making it like a God rests thing. on the seventh day. Yeah. That's why we have the uh, seventh. Nice. God Genesis, rests. Genesis. He nine. takes his time. 
you go to the wedding of Cana, Jesus performs his first public miracle for the sake of a wedding, for the sake of a feast. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, he feasts because he celebrates because it's a time well, of celebration. No, yeah, like, um, and that's why you relax him on Sundays because Sundays are a day of celebration. You're celebrating the resurrection, which is like the most glorious thing that ever happened on this earth, aside from Jesus ascending to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, um, that's important, and I, I think that shows. I think that heightens the Sunday, which is kind yeah. of important because then you realize like oh it's a it's a day of being celebratory why are we being celebratory and the mind has to think why are we being celebratory oh maybe it's because we're about to receive jesus yeah at mass yeah you were wow. yeah like yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that i think it's also good though because it's resurrection to you give over up. sin yeah exactly yeah, no but know? no what i was going to say though is um just in terms of like the disciplines uh -huh. um like a lot of them, it just helps you put them into perspective. It helps you. Yeah, kind of, exactly. Because otherwise, it, it helps you practice that moderation. And this is true for Lent too. Because if you don't do that, I feel then you just like, you just see it as like a marathon. Yeah. Of like suffering. Yeah. For no good reason. A yeah, little exactly. bit. Exactly. Like, like, look, like during a normal week, I could have a couple beers during a week, okay, and like I'll enjoy those beers. But like, there's something different when I have given given up uh, yeah, you know, beer through this time mm -hmm. of Exodus 90 and I go on Sunday and I enjoy a beer for the sake of celebration Yeah, and I enjoy <laughs> that beer like because God has given me that beer and because beer is good <laughs> it is a good thing and God gave gave it to us mm -hmm, yeah. and like I, you just, yeah, you just it, it helps you understand moderation and like how to properly order everything in your life like it helps you see the good of it too I feel. It, yeah and yeah. it helps you see the good of it like um, and yeah, the same with like any of the other disciplines, like, you know, you enjoy like a brownie or something and mm. you're like, it, it really helps no, you but yeah, no, to enjoy it. Like, yeah, and, exactly. and see actually, like, appreciate, value and appreciate see it. the gift that it is. Like, exactly. The, the little stuff that got Instead of just like, oh, it's just another brownie and I'm going to eat another brownie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think that was very important in that mm -hmm. first year and we carried that into the second year and we've carried that now into this third year. Um, you know, yesterday was Fat Tuesday, and we all yeah partook. You know, partook in eating. We, we partook wow. in Fat Tuesday because we partook in drinking a chorus. It's a oh special day. Gosh. Yeah, I know, maybe several. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, we partook in that because and like it, it, it's like it's a celebration right before we enter into this like penitential season. Sure, exactly. Like an actual like church official penitential season. Yeah. Um, and then also that reminds me. So what do you do? When someone offers you something, right? And yeah. You're doing exercise. That's a good you know question. Trying to get out. No, that's a really good question. Because, like, I feel like, because, you know, not everyone's doing Exodus they, 90 for, like, you know, yeah. half of Exodus 90. And uh -huh. then, not, and even during Lent, some people aren't giving X, Y, or Z up. Then, not, not, not saying that they're not doing something important. But anyway, so, like, yeah, exactly. Like, say someone offers you a beer and you cannot refuse. What are you going to do? You, you take the beer. Ooh. Yeah, no. So they they very clearly lay it out actually, um, in kind of like there within the app. There's a whole appendix of all these articles that they've written that they've been using for a few years now, mm -hmm. and one of them talks about that. Like, um, and I actually I think it's in the one title. It's called like the Exodus Man and His Bride, um, and it's for like a you know if you're a married man doing Exodus ninety. Okay. Um, but it also touches on like other states of life. Like it's kind of dependent on your state of life. Mm -hmm. Um, but like one of the big things for the married men that do Exodus 90 is like you first and foremost, because your wife, you know, 
has control over you. <laughs> has control. Because that's in scripture. Ooh, there, you just that's said scriptural. It. Wow. That I is see, scriptural. I, I see how it is. That's what Ephesians 5 is, people. <laughs> I have to look this no. one up. I'm Catholic. Um, but I mean, like, yeah, because like when you enter into marriage, you know, you give yourself fully to the other and you give them like complete, you know, like you give a full you give gift your to yourself. Entire self, yeah. And they like, they have kind of that authority over you and vice versa. Yeah. Um, and so, Oof, you know, they tense. tell the married they tell the married men, they say, like, before you do Exodus 90, you need to talk to your wife about it. And you need to make sure that she is on board. If she is not on board, you can't do it. Okay, well. And then as they go through, you know, and then they explain, like, going through Exodus 90, like, if you're a married man, you know, and your wife, like, wants to do something, you do that with her. Hands whether down. or not yeah. it goes against the disciplines. Okay. You know, you put her first of because course, she is more sense. important than like doing the disciplines mm -hmm. and it's like the same like if you're engaged you know like mm. there's certain commitment you know different yeah, commitments but there's certain commitments that you would honor that over exodus 90 mm -hmm. now when you enter like dating relationships <laughs> we're gonna be Sorry. a little tougher on you guys <laughs> we're not gonna give you i actually we did that last year because a couple of guys you know, had girlfriends and they're like, oh, my girlfriend wants to watch this movie tonight. And I'm like, suck it up. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, um, I see. Yeah. I mean, really, though, like Exodus, when you're doing Exodus, it is not supposed to. Um, what's the word they put? They said, but basically, like, it is not supposed to interfere with other people's oh, lives. OK. And that's something that they, they explained. I think a lot better this year. They kind of did okay last year compared to the year before. Yeah. But they've done a lot better this year. Like Exodus, you doing Exodus 90 is not supposed to impose on anyone else's life mm -hmm. in a bad, you know, in a negatively, in a, in a, neg in a not negative, a negative way, way, but like in an impactful way. So yeah. like, well, because then I, like you're imposing your exactly, penance or your aestheticism on someone else. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like, I like, think that's mm, a, good no. a good example. Like if I go to a friend's house or a friend's family's house, okay, let's say that. And like their family's like, do you want a drink? Um, like, I mean, I can politely say no, but if they you go like, hey, here's no, a like, drink, I'll take a water, but here's a drink. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. If but it's like, like hey, here's a, like have a beer. Like, yeah, here's a three course meal. What they are, do. Exactly. You know, they, I'm, I should I can't, not I can't deny the them. That I should not deny me. them like that hospitality, like yeah, that of act not. of charity, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's something that, you know, I think they have to take case by case. Like, yeah, of course. Um, already it's come up a couple of times this year already, like in our own group, like a couple of guys have gone home. And it's like, oh, I'm with my family, and like my family is doing this. Yeah, of course. You're not gonna be like, do it. Sorry, family. For I'm be like, sorry, me. family. Like you, and you have to suffer. <laughs> How dare you appreciate me? I'm exactly. doing Exodus No, yeah. it's it, we, what we've been, and I think, um, yeah, just because we have a better control of it, I think this time around, a better understanding, um, especially, it's helped. I think that we have two guys this year, m including me, me and Ryan. You know, yeah, we've both Ryan, done it now. Right. You know, Ryan. This yep. is Ryan's yep. second time doing mm -hmm. it, and so I think, and we've been kind of our group leaders, um, and so I think just having that kind of better understanding of things has really helped the group in in a lot of ways. That's nice. In those things, um, and it helps that the group is like really receptive to it. Um, but yeah, that's like one thing. It's just been like, yeah, if you go home and your family's doing something, do it with them. You know, mm -hmm. don't impose that on them unless you can without like causing without like anything. causing any exactly. issue. Yeah. No, of course. Like, so that is um, how like we're supposed to go about it. Yeah. Cool. At that point there, or I forget. It's still working. Okay, good. No, yeah. yeah, there's the brief pause. The brief, very brief pause. Um, 
We've been going for an hour and eleven minutes. Dang. I know, but I feel like it's been it's, okay. it's been really good. It's a good podcast. I think I mean, it's, this I is think a this good is topic. Pretty, pretty pretty good. Um, <laughs> oh yes. So basically, and it's also true for Lent too. Like Sunday is a holy day. Sunday is a day of celebration. Yeah. Feast like Saint Joe Saint Joseph. Uh, the Annunciation. Yes. Like let's be honest, what is that the Incarnation? That's a, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, March yeah, 25th, the, right? The Annunciation is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I'm like... Is that the right one? Yeah, it is the right the angel one. angel appears to yep. me. Mm-hmm. So keep, keep, keeping, keeping the joy in those days because they are objectively joyful. Yes. Um, but that brings me to... So um, come Easter... Yeah. Does everyone just throw it all into the trash can and act like a pagan once again? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean... Yeah, I see. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry, that's my California... Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, no, and no, yeah. You go off the second word. So if I say yeah, yeah no, no, then it's no. And if I say no, yeah, then it's yeah. Um, no, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's come Easter. Uh, essentially, you should not just throw it away. The, the point is that you should be able to reintroduce the things that you've given up in a moderate way, you know? Reintroduce you, things that you've given up. Through Exodus ninety, yeah. So like all the things we've given up through Exodus ninety, like come Easter, yeah. You know we don't want to throw it all away and just be like, all right, cool, I can go back to all the things that I was doing. No, No, not. But like, oh yeah, I can go back to binge watching Netflix and like, you know, eating desserts whenever I want, things like that. Like Mm -hmm. that, that would I think completely defeat a lot of the purpose of Exodus ninety. I think that like call the purpose of Lent too for that. Oh, the purpose of Lent as well. Yeah. and no, because the purpose of it is we should come to, to Easter and be able to look, say, I've given these things up for the past 90 days. Yeah. I want to reintroduce, you know, you don't have to reintroduce all of them. I think yeah, no. last year Honestly, for, for a while, I didn't go back on like social media for yeah. a bit because I, there's just a freedom in being away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you should be able to go back to them and be like, okay, I can reintroduce this. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way where I have control over how I use it, mm-hmm. um, I have it ordered properly in my life, and there you got to plan like, it out again. Yeah, you, see, you have to yeah. plan it out again. Exactly, because it's very easy to just let go of it again, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've experienced. You know, like between the first and second time doing Exodus, and the second and third time doing Exodus now, where mm-hmm. it's just like. I find myself falling back into kind of some of those old habits of like watching Netflix for too, for too long, long every night yeah, and, yeah. and things like that. And I mean, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, you know, you do well for a while, but then it's really easy to kind of just fall off again. And mm-hmm. not that it's a bad thing, but. Um, but like, if, life's better without it. Life's better it without it. Makes sense. <laughs> you don't like, no, it. I've like, for the past couple of weeks, I've like, except beer. <laughs> <laughs> I've. Um, <laughs> Like on Sunday, Sunday come around, I'd open up my Facebook and my Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Exactly. This is a waste of time. It's, Not that I'm doing yeah. anything bad or anything. It's just like, meh. I know. Like I... Not that I'm spending hours on it either. I'm like, you know what? I'd rather not. Which yeah. is weird. Which is nice, actually. Yeah. And just, so things like, things like that. And mm-hmm. yeah. You're going to say? I was going to say, um, like, I agree with you. Uh-huh. Uh, when I, like, first came back to social media after Exodus last year, I think it was probably... A month or so after. Oh, well. Maybe. I can't remember. Um, and I was, I don't know. I was going to like reorder the way I used it. Mm-hmm. So that I was kind of like trying to find a better way of using Instagram. And specifically too, because instead of just like showing off my life, 
Yeah. I think like intentionally sharing my life. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I don't post anyways a lot on it. And I found myself kind of just scrolling through it. Yeah. And then you're just like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, you just exactly. sit there. What am I doing? Like, you're like, like, what what am I doing? Like, I'm just I'm wasting actually, my time. Like, if I'm not actually going to use it in this way, then why still have it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I'm glad I'm doing it again because I was struggling to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm also just not that. I just, I don't take a lot of photos either. So. Yeah. Not like that. At least. Oh my gosh. I'm like Starbucks coffee. My mom gets on me for that all the time when I go places. <laughs> take pictures. Okay. Same. <laughs> All the did you take I a picture? Mom, no, I, I didn't. Did you take a picture? I took no. one. It's I really took bad. One picture, or, and it's the you thing can't is, even tell it's me. The thing is, if you take a picture, it's not of you, and then she'll ask, "Where's the picture of you?" And uh, you're like, "I definitely didn't take a picture of myself." Yeah, no. You think I take a picture of myself? <laughs> Get out of here. At least that's what my mother does. Anyway. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but it's really just again, reordering those things into your life and planning out like how am I gonna use these properly so yeah i think that's the thing you gotta you gotta plan it out why you still have the time yep otherwise you're just gonna otherwise it's just gonna be like and Uh yeah yeah so well that was a fun time i think that was a good time i think that was a good time yeah hour and 16 minutes and 18 seconds wow that's pretty impressive i know right so should we talk about what we're gonna talk about for the next one uh yeah we should we should what what do we want to do let me pull up the picture so oh, our, yes, that's our right. friend, let's not talk about, let's not disclose her name. We will not disclose. Oh, you disclosed it as a female friend. Did I, did, we've probably said her name before. Yeah, but still. Oh yeah, I did disclose her name. You just her. said she. Oops, I've discovered, we all know her gender now. Here we go. Yeah, I have so, the list here. Um, focus. Exodus 9 is a great one to do. Movie review. Discernment. I just wrote movie review. Just as an idea. No, I mean, like the, like not the pizza There'll be good ones. G.K. Chesterton, C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien. I wrote that. That would be nice. But maybe, I maybe later on. Uh, campus research. ministry, prayer and life, nuns and their habits, retreats slash awakening retreats. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Campus ministry would be a good one. Yeah. Greek um, life. Or focus and we bring Taylor on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you said her name. Oh. Excess <laughs> 90, beer. We did Excess 90. Pro-life slash March for life. Chick-fil-A, pizza review. Well, yeah, we'll get a pizza next week. But uh, I already, yes. I actually already bought a pizza for next week. A second pizza for next week. Yes. It's gonna be a different pizza. Also, to explain how we're doing the pizza reviews, it's not just gonna be like Red Baron versus DiGiorno. No, it'll be like Red Baron five cheese or like Red Baron pepperoni, DiGiorno pepperoni. Like yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna yeah. Get no, the pizza I bought it was a it was a it's a pepperoni pizza. Sweet. So it's in the fridge. I need to go yeah. get it before we leave. And it'll be in no particular order either. Yeah, no. Yeah. There's no order to it. This, unlike order. unlike the Catholic Church and the Catechism, <laughs> there's no order to this. Exactly. But it's great. Yeah. It's fine. Well, this yeah, is our thanks first for, official podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I so guess this is it. Here we go. This is uh, Nick and Rick signing off. Oof. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We don't have to the next one whenever the heck it comes whenever, out. Whenever, yeah, we don't exactly. don't know when this first one's going to come out, so uh, might not might not even see the light of day. Uh, no, I, no wait, I really hope it is. <laughs> we'll see. But, all right. Okay, adios, kids. Adios, friends.